The content presented in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. It does not constitute financial advice, and listeners are encouraged to consult with qualified financial professionals before making any investment decisions. The views expressed on the show are that of the guests and the host and may not be the same views of LaSalle Street Securities or LaSalle Street Investment Advisors. Welcome to Investing with Integrity, the podcast dedicated to BRI, Biblically Responsible Investing. In each episode, we delve into the world of BRI, where we prioritize values over just financial gains. We believe true wealth encompasses the well-being of individuals, communities, and the world. Join us as we chat with industry experts, advisors, pastors, and more, sharing insights into BRI's core principles. We'll explore how companies are evaluated for ethical inclusion, ethical industries, and the impact of shareholder activism. Of course, BRI has its challenges and will openly address them, offering tips on how to navigate these challenges while staying true to your values. Our goal is to empower you with resources to make informed, value-aligned investment decisions. If you want a portfolio that aligns your financial and moral goals, Investing with Integrity is your podcast. Let's discover how wisdom, principles, morals, and integrity can shape a purposeful approach to investing. Join us in exploring how faith-based values and finance can coexist harmoniously. So get ready for this transformative journey where we prioritize wisdom over worth, principles over profit, morals over money, and integrity over it all. All right, you heard it. Welcome to the Investing with Integrity podcast. My name is Jeff Tellerico, and I will be your host. Now, the goal of this podcast is to shed light on the financial services industry and offer you, the listener, ideas and concepts that you may not have been aware of. We'll be joined by industry leaders, other advisors, pastors, and business owners who believe in investing in businesses and running it all for the glory of God. Now, in this initial session, I will provide you with some information uh, about biblically responsible investing, what it is, and why the movement to this faith-based type of investing is gaining so much traction in not only the United States, but around the world. Now, let's get started. What just is biblically responsible investing, or what's referred to as BRI? Well, BRI in and of itself is the practice of avoiding to invest in companies whose central objective is to encourage profit from activities which are clearly sinful. BRI is an understanding that God alone determines what is good and what is not. And those that practice BRI believe that we should not invest in anything that profits from sinful activities. So how do we determine what is good or sinful? Well, the Ten Commandments is a great place to start. Now, these commandments, they truly summarize the moral law of God. Sounds easy, right? I mean, how hard could that be? Unfortunately, BRI is not as simple as it might appear. So what makes BRI difficult to do? Well, the simple answer is that if our only screen for choosing to invest in a company was moral perfection, there's no way we could invest at all. I mean, we all fall short of the glory of God, and, and that is the reason we need a Savior in the first place, isn't it? So if you take a sinful man who is trying to invest in a sinful, corrupt, and broken world, and we agree there are no sinless people, we must also agree that companies themselves are run 
by sinners. With that said, what, what makes biblically responsible investing a challenge is partly because very few companies make their number one mission to promote sin. I personally manage portfolios that contain biblically responsible companies. Now, these companies have been shown to remain neutral or not speak out for or against topics that seem to be the hotbed in America. Things like abortion, LGBTQ+, alternative lifestyles, and pornography, just to name a few. Now, understand that when you own stock in a company, that means you are an owner. And as an owner, you have a vote in that company. For years, owners have used their voice to speak out against the wrongs that some of these companies do. But unfortunately, not all of these companies listen. In fact, most of the time, these voices are drowned out and crushed by the greed of profits that the companies make. Now, let me provide a few examples of what exactly I'm talking about. Let's say you're an investor who believes in supporting causes like the American Cancer Society. Your life has been affected one way or another through cancer. Now, you may have lost a loved one or you yourself may have cancer or are a survivor. Either way, you have been affected and you're passionate about finding a solution and funding research that finds this cure. Now, are you with me so far? I hope so. Now, if we look at your portfolio and we discover that you own a company that produces tobacco products. Let's say that a company has a dividend of 6%. You like that dividend because you use the money you make and you turn around and you support the American Cancer Society. Now stop for a minute and think about that. You own a company that produces tobacco products that are proven to cause cancer, yet you use the dividends to support cancer research. Does that make sense to you? Doesn't to me either. So on one hand, you are an owner of a company that produces these toxic things, while on the other hand, you're supporting research for a cure of the very thing you own. This makes no sense at all. Now, there are other companies that pay nice dividends that do not produce these cancer-causing agents. Now, another area that's a hot topic is is abortion. And, and since the passing of Roe v. Wade, this one thing alone has caused massive division even in the church. And even though the Supreme Court reversed their decision, it is still a heated debate. So again, what do you do if you are on the side of life at conception and you own a company that produces abortion drugs? You need to make a choice. Biblically responsible investing goes beyond what products companies produce. I mean, we all know that we have a choice to use the product of a company or not. We have been given proof that cigarettes can cause cancer, yet people that you know and that I know still buy these cancer-producing sticks. But that's their choice. Now, what BRI looks to do is help you make sense of your values and your faith and aligning them with your investments. There are, there are some that will argue that when you buy a stock on the exchange, your money really isn't going to that company. And yeah, that part's true. I'm not going to disagree. But you're still an owner, and you still have voting rights. And honestly, it's kind of like splitting hairs. We are all individuals, and we are guided by the Holy Spirit in different ways. For, for me personally, I would rather do what I feel God truly wants me to do with 
his money. Did you catch that? His money. Psalm 24, 1 says, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. So as a believer, if you agree that Scripture is correct and God owns it all, then we have no choice but to invest the way the master would invest. So what does that look like to the common man who doesn't want to own individual stocks but would rather own mutual funds? It's the same thing. There are mutual fund companies who screen for clean investments that align with biblical standards. An investor can no longer say there are no options available to them. This movement has been building for almost 30 years, a a movement looking to take the greed and corruption out of corporate America while providing market-like returns using biblically screened investments. And it's not just mutual funds, folks. There are are a suite of exchange-traded funds that do the same thing. Now, screening investments is not a way to single out bad actors, but to bring awareness to the marketplace that someone is watching. I said this earlier, companies are supporting and spending money on hot topic issues that cause division and hatred in our country. No publicly traded company should use company funds for these things unless it is an employee-employer match. You see, we do have to allow grace to companies that do what they say they're going to do for their employees. There are many ways to try and influence a company to do good. Now, according to their website, the Interfaith Center on Corporate Responsibility has been doing this for over 50 years. The site says people of faith have consistently spoken out about the social impact of investments. Religious leaders of all faiths have long recognized how invested capital can bring about social change, both by funding solutions and opportunities, which is called impact investing. Now, this is done through screens or divestment of a company. So the work of the ICCR continues today, dealing with many companies around the globe that still practice slave labor and unfit working conditions for their employees. Now, one of the biggest accomplishments of the ICCR and how they help faith-based investing is is the critical role that they played in the ending of the racist apartheid system in South Africa. How they went about it was brilliant, and it shows that faith with human dignity is a great thing. At the end of the day, investing based on your values and faith works. Buzzwords like ESG and SRI, which stand for environmental, social, and governance, and then socially responsible investing, they've been around for a real long time, and these screens do a good job of human rights. We're keeping the environment protected and making an impact that way. But what we do with biblically responsible investing is we take it one step further. And screens that we use on the faith-based side, it looks at what the Bible says is right or wrong. So there you go. A 30,000-foot view on what biblically responsible investing is. Now, we're going to drop a new segment the first and third Wednesdays of every month, so make sure you join us as we talk to the other industry experts, other advisors who operate in this space. I'll even have on some pastors and some business leaders that really believe that faith-based investing and how investing in, in general works well with the business community and the church itself. So check out our YouTube channel where you can see our guests. We can download their bios if we have them. And you can also get some show notes if they're available. 
It's at youtube.com slash at investing with integrity podcast. That's the at symbol. So youtube.com slash at investing with integrity podcast. You can also subscribe there as well. Get notified when we drop a new show and there's links that you can follow me on most social media sites. If you have questions about BRI, drop an email to Jeff T at LaSalleST.com. Again, that's Jeff T at LaSalleST.com. Now join us for the show next time. In two weeks, we're going to have the father of biblically responsible investing. Art Alley with the Timothy Plan started Timothy Partners over 30 years ago with this screen-based investing. So make sure you join us. Tune in. Thanks for being here. God bless. Have a wonderful day. You've been listening to the Investing with Integrity podcast with your host, Jeff Tellerico. Tune in on the first and third Wednesdays of every month to hear from other advisors, industry experts, pastors, and more as we discuss biblical thoughts about money and investing. If you have questions about the show or want to find out more about BRI, send an email to Jeff T at LaSalleST.com. Remember, this journey is all about putting wisdom over worth, principles over profit, morals over money, and integrity over it all. God bless.